The Gilgo murderer, also known as the Long Island serial killer, has been captured. His name is Rex Howerman, 59-year-old man. He was arrested and charged with the murder of killing, well, we know specifically three women. He's charged with the Gilgo four. And in all, since 2010, there have been nine women found, one man found, and one toddler found. Oh, my gosh. Wait, there's... That he did, or that it's, it's all of, being linked yeah. to to really, the, yep, to Long Dang. Island serial killer. Yeah, I didn't hear about the toddler. Yeah, I know it just it, more and more That's are coming terrible. out. I wonder if he like was murdering the woman and the toddler was there. I'm, I mean, this is just guessing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't it's know. Terrible. But um, if you haven't seen the story, I, I mean, it's hard to imagine that you haven't because it's everywhere. It was a man, this man, Rex Howerman, who worked as an architect. He was um, He's a married man. He's a father of two, uh, ran his own business. And as a matter of fact, um, someone that he worked with who was so with as part of his firm, he worked with a lot of interior designers. And one of the interior designers, of course, people cut, catch up with her and they wanted to know, did you ever suspect that Rex Howerman was a serial killer. Take a listen. Me and my boyfriend are not surprised that he is a serial killer. Wow. Never uh, hear that. Uh-uh. Just every everything about him. It's usually like, we never would have thought. We never would have thought. And there's He's a so lot. Nice. Of, there is a lot of that. I mean, some of the neighbors, you say he kept to himself. His wife was nice. Didn't see her much. You know, the kids were grown. Uh, a lot of neighbors saying we had we had no idea, but they were sleeping better knowing that the that Lisk had been captured. But it's not very often you hear somebody say, oh, yeah. No, oh, we thought so. Mm-hmm. This mannerisms, how full of himself that he was, how odd he was. He was always very sweaty and like... Not- okay, I feel attacked. <laughs> I mean, sweaty. What does that feel? Characteristics of Jerry. <laughs> I wouldn't have put that in there, yeah. but you know, she's just describing. Sweaty. Sure. Okay. All of himself. Very sweaty. Nice to talk to <laughs> and creepy. Oh yeah. We're not oh. surprised. Oh, okay. We are shocked. I'm still processing all of this. Um, thinking over and over again about how I shook his hand and how his hand felt and I'm listening to the voicemails on my phone from him and I'm going over the emails and I'm looking at the photos of all of us at the Christmas party and the photos of him at our networking meetings in the conference room and I'm just seeing this monster hiding in plain sight and it all makes so much sense his he was so full of himself i just thought he was an architect that thought he was like god's gift to this world but no he's literally a serial killer Hmm. very interesting so because he had a family too like kids and a wife, but I heard the wife was odd too. Yeah, they didn't see her very often. I mean, I think people who interacted with her said weird but nice. I mean, she did, wasn't. Do you think she knew? Rude. I don't know. Now, I will tell you uh, because I've gone down the rabbit hole as, yeah. as I do. Um, I've heard some people say there was a, a woman in particular who was also a freelance interior designer, and she uh, was friends, friends, you know, acquaintances with Rex Howerman, and at one point he had. I guess, hired her or asked her to come and measure his house because he wanted to remodel his kitchen. And so she had to, you know, go in and take some measurements or whatever. And so while she was measuring the house, there was a specific area that she needed to get into. And he was like, don't, you can't open that door. She was like, okay, but 
you have to measure. And he, he said, oh, no, it's just a bunch of my guns. I keep them locked up because... Well, he did know, have kids, a lot of guns. He did. I think over 300. I think oh, 150 yeah. of them were registered. And then there were oh, a total of 300 weapons Jeez. that they found mm. in the closet. And he, the door was locked. He, she was not allowed to go in there. He said, I'll get the measurements for you at some point. She, was, she said, at the time, I thought it was really weird because he had asked me to come to his house to measure, right. but then wouldn't let me in a certain room. She could have been mm. a victim. Well, and that Although, was another part that was kind of weird about this story, Jason, is because uh, the same woman was working uh, freelance for his architect firm, and she, I guess during the wintertime, she slipped and fell outside of the building, and he took her to the hospital or to the doctor and then escorted her home into her apartment and made sure that she had her medications and she that had some is food. creepy. And mm-hmm. she said that there was this moment, now that she knows who it is and, and the things that he has done, that she was like, I don't, she felt bad saying it because it sounds very blasé, but she was like, he could have killed me, but I guess I wasn't on the menu. And she said that she was having all of these thoughts of, I'm so glad it wasn't me, but why wasn't it me? Because it would be yeah. traced back to him, probably. Well, that's, that's what, what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what we, what Jared and I were saying is that because she yeah. would have been missing. Yeah. People would have known. missed her instead of like a yeah. sex worker. And, and he was targeting mm-hmm. uh, sex people workers. on uh, what, Craigslist. Craigslist. Yeah, mm-hmm. on Craigslist. And not that workers. sex workers yeah. aren't human beings, but if they're, you know, the, more likely, less likely to be missed, they might not have a closeness with family. Right. They might be living on the streets and don't have... A, it's just easier to get away with. Right. They wouldn't be missing rent payments, maybe, or car payments, or that sort of thing. And so, yeah, I mean, that makes sense, but for... He still her, could have. I mean, he yeah. still... He, the impulse was, you know, he's like, he's alone, he just does it. But mm-hmm. do you think that this uh, Gil... Gilgo? Yeah, the Gilgo. Is, is he, was he killing the sex workers just randomly because, or was he having, like, sexual relations and wanted to kill them to get rid of them. I don't know. He, I mean, he contacted them all, and I, I know that his Google searches were definitely looking for escorts, but I don't know. I have not seen anything yet about whether he actually had... You would assume so? I would but, assume. Right. But you don't know. But I don't know. Um, the same the same woman that we just heard from, her name is Dominique, and she's an interior designer, and this just gets into, she's really kind of analyzing his psyche, where they had a common shared interest of true crime podcasts. He asks me the first thing about myself, and um, he asks back, do you like any podcasts? And I say, yeah, you know, I listen to some comedy, like history ones, and then I used to listen to a lot of true crime, but it's a little dark for me, so I don't really listen anymore. And he asks me, do you have a favorite case, a favorite true crime case? And I say, no, I don't. I have like a podcast I used to listen to, Crime Junkie. And he asks me if I know, he, he, I'm not making this up at all. This, I'm like just so shocked I need to share this with somebody, all, all of TikTok. He asked me, do I know about the Gilgo Beach murders? Because there had been... Oh my... Yeah. His, yeah. Own, his yeah. own murder. His own. Right. Uh-huh. Yes. And and we were, I think the very first time we were talking about this story, just as it was breaking, we were like, is that the same as the Craigslist killer, the list? But no, there have been several uh, podcasts all about, because at the time, they were still unsolved. You know, people mm-hmm. diving into Right. This, th- these um, killings, the serial killer, he was known as Lisk, Long Island serial killer. There was a program called Lost Ones on Netflix. There's another one that's called The Killing Season on, I believe it's on 
A&E or maybe it's on Amazon. I can't remember. So people have been trying to, to solve, solve it murders. for years. Oh my goodness. And he's like suggesting yeah. you and listen to following this. following along. What yeah. about this one? Yeah. This then, then unsolved may, murder. Maybe instead, of, maybe it had nothing to do with a sexual thing. He had such a... Uh, a passion or overwhelming passion for yeah. these podcasts or these true crime stories that he was he liked being in his own one. Yeah, the, yeah, well, yeah. The getting off on getting being able to get away with it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. they say you know a lot. Of, you hear about these serial killers, the famous ones. They would taunt the police. They oh would, yeah, they and would, he did that. He did right. that with the uh, families. With their right? families, the families. Yeah. They they would be involved. They'd be at the uh, crime scenes. Many of them would go look for the bodies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just real life. Yeah. That's the only difference. Real life. Right. It's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see that, though. I know we have more audio. This. <laughs> this is the second time you've compared yourself to a serial killer. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I could just see that. I put myself in his shoes, but I mean, oh. I would never. There's a common signs of a serial killer. Yeah. Uh, lack of empathy. Yep. Lack of remorse. Mm-hmm. Impulsivity. Yeah. Grandiosity. Narcissism. Yeah. Superficial charm. Oh boy. Because they have to be. Oh, yeah. Otherwise they're not going to be able right. to do it. Yeah. Manipulation. That sounds like me. <laughs> the whole list sounds like me. <laughs> Addictive personality. Lust for power. Mm. Sensation seeking. Oh my And then oh the my Mc- gosh. the McDonald <laughs> triad. Doesn't mean you like going to McDonald's. It's a McDonald triad. That is where um when you're a kid, you uh are Abusive towards animals. Oh. The three things you're abusive oh, towards thank animals. Goodness, not me. A fire setter, and you wet your bed past the age of five. What the, is that about? Mm. The wetting the bed, the wetting know. the bed part. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't mean if you, you do that, mad. you're a serial killer. Right. But the, yeah, I'm you're more likely I'm, correct of those yeah. people they find a serial. They had that in common. The for three some things you said that it in common are completely the opposite than me. But nine out of the ten, <laughs> the other yeah. they are just like me. That's you. Okay. Well, uh, Dominique, the interior designer, goes on to talk about uh, how, I mean, in a way, he's taunting her. She didn't know it at the time, talking about, like, what's your favorite podcast and have you followed this one in particular? I mean, that, that is some taunting there. Oh, it is. But yeah. she continues. Trolling, really. Mm-hmm. And of course I do. I'm pretty sure there's a multi-part episode on Crime Junkie. And I'm like, yeah, of course I know. And he goes on to tell me, yeah, that's a serial killer that was never caught in my hometown, my neighborhood where I live. And tells me he like, the guy killed 10 people and he might slap you out there. And I like make a joke and I'm like, yeah, you never know who you're talking to. Anybody could be a serial killer. I could be a serial killer. And he laughed at that. Like, uh, and- I am. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Not real. <laughs> really disturbed. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. And then also Dominique is, uh, she's re- um, released a voicemail. Now, the thing that makes the voicemail interesting is that she is a uh, an interior designer, freelance interior designer. At this point, when he left her this voicemail message, they had zero business together and hadn't had any business together. No current projects. No, I mean, it hadn't even had a past project in like for a year. Okay. So there's no reason for him to be calling her. Got it. Hey, this is Rex um, from the BNI group. I, I actually heard you are no longer part of the group. I still wanted to talk to you. I had a question for you. Um... I also wanted to touch base. So if you get an opportunity, you can always try me at the office. I guess or feel free to use my cell. Nine. Leaving numbers. Uh, hope you're doing good. Hope to talk to you soon. Thanks. 
Like in your mind, you that's don't. Him. Mm. You yeah. don't yeah, that's, that's him. him. You don't that's him. That's the real voice. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I guess when you think of evil, you think it's going to be like a monster and mm-hmm. like, call me, you stupid, you know, and all this yeah, stuff. Nope. No, they're going to be, they have to be have some charisma. They and have to have some he, normalcy or they can't do it. Right. And he goes under the guise of just, which is a work question. Call me when you get a minute. Yeah. You know, it's. Wow. Great. Did she call him back? Do you know? I don't know. I don't I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. It's so odd. Yeah. yeah, it's weird to hear his voice. I, I just think how does the wife, his wife or kids not suspect something? There's gotta be more to it. They need to interview the wife. I don't Oh, they will. They, they, they will. need to really make sure she had nothing to do with it because he he's got to be out and doing things like where were you? Oh well, dismembering people. I mean, I, right, I, right. Where did you come home every night after? And I, nothing that I have seen so far. I mean, other than I think maybe one throwback photo of his family. Although I don't even remember if I saw his children. But anyway, um, I haven't. We haven't heard much from her. But I will say, speaking of him as a person, he wears he, or he wore yes. a three piece suit. Every day to his job, right? Mm-hmm. Dresses up. I know that the woman called him sweaty and full of himself, whatever. But the the serial glasses, the serial killer glasses, give you away every time. Do you have the glasses? Mm-hmm. They're big, huge, well, yeah, oversized, what's up with that? like the Ted Bundy glasses. The Jeffrey Dahmer. This, the Jeffrey Dahmer. The ones with the uh. three-piece suit and then these serial killer glasses. And I'm like, hello, you're a serial killer. Why are you wearing those? I think if you wear the big glasses, <laughs> yeah. you should be arrested on site. Just to be questioned. Just, well, I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of people that wear those glasses well, that aren't serial killers. No, if you're, if you're not a, like that. Let me rephrase it. If you're a white male, yes. because t- typically serial killers are white male, mm-hmm. with serial killer glasses on, you need to be questioned. <laughs> just question. Yeah. Not, not yeah. you know, you're not going to take it. Just, yeah. We need to talk to you, to, and we need to check your home. And yeah. if you have a basement or a crawl space, we need to also check that. And don't yeah, tell chat. me that I can't uh, go into a room that's locked because I will. Yeah, right. And yeah. I, I don't know. It's just, um, it's odd, they're right? big 80s glasses. And then to see this man wearing, it's not a designer suit, but it is. He puts himself together every day in a three-piece suit, and then he puts on the glasses. I just don't. Yeah, you know, I'm mm-hmm. starting to. Yeah. There's a couple things on my uh, list that I don't trust anymore. Yeah. I had an issue with beards, obviously, because oh. you can't really see the person for who they really are because the, they're hiding under something. Okay. The big one. Uh, and Way now, not on trend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to think the three-piece suit. Yeah. It's like mm. a cover-up. It's like a facade. And if you look at a lot of companies and businesses now, we have shied away mm-hmm. from that style of mm-hmm. I mean, it used to be when you go on an airplane that 90% of the airplane would be dressed businessmen yeah. dressed up yeah. in suits. Now it's not like that anymore. And big companies like Google and even this company they know in Virginia Beach, the, the way they dress up is like more of like a polo, more relaxed. And I feel like when you're dressed up in a suit, I trust you less. Mm. And let me tell you why. Even if you're trying to sell me something, sorry. But if you're trying to sell me something in a suit, I automatically think expensive, trying hard. That's what mm-hmm. I think. Oh, okay. If you're dressed up like like Barry yeah. in, in his polo coming, I feel like, okay, cool. You're not... It's not going to be super expensive for me to be, have to pay for that suit. Mm-hmm. And I just, you're more of a common person that I maybe can connect with. Like more. you're you're mm-hmm. on the same level. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. the suit is trying hard and then mm-hmm. it seems like, think about it. When, when uh, somebody comes in a, with a suit to sell you something, that feels expensive. Mm. It automatically puts expensive, is it going to be expensive, than a guy just in a polo and... You know, you know, casual business uh, wear. Yeah. Or like, I, yeah, I mean, I disagree, but I mean, a three-piece suit maybe because yeah. you just don't see them very often. You just often. don't see like, that. Huh, interesting choice. Mm-hmm. But 
I, if I see somebody with a suit, I'm thinking professional. I do no, love no. a suit. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if somebody's coming That's to big. sell you something, I would think if, if they're coming to you, yeah. meet you at the house in a business suit, I think, oh, gosh, how much is this going to cost? Then some guy coming over. Yeah. Well, yeah. he was going to his architectural firm every day. But, you know, to like, in my mind, I have no idea what he does or what he did. Uh-huh. But I imagine you're dressing up that way every day to go sit behind a desk. I don't know. Right. Yeah. But so, and you don't see it. You do not see You see people in suits and ties, but you very rarely see the three-piece. Yeah. You know, and... Like, if you went, like, if you, like, showed up and to meet your, like you say, you have an attorney that's representing you or whatever, and he's wearing, like, a polo and, like, basketball shorts, I'd be like... I'm going to say basketball shorts, but... but or yeah. whatever. Or he's wearing a khaki. I, I would feel like, mm. but if he's wearing a suit, I'm like, okay, he's he professional. He means business. Yeah, I doesn't mean he is, that but, that profession. Mm-hmm. but I guess it's... I guess but it then, again, like, like, a doctor, usually a doctor, when he's coming to see you in the doctor's office, should be the most professional, doesn't come... Usually in a suit. No, but they come in their jacket. The yeah. mm-hmm. they, so, you know, that's so it fits the, that pos- yeah. profession, and that, that's what you want. But when you're dealing with selling things and mm-hmm. doing that, sometimes yeah. it feels like, okay, it's not, I, I don't want that much business. <laughs> I just want yeah. a little business. It's like scamming. Now, other than Jason admitting to having personality traits of a serial killer, mm-hmm. I've never felt Jason would be a serial killer. No. no, like maybe like a snap and just kill one of us, but not like a planned 100%. out. No. Like, you know, killing Pete, like a bunch of people, you know, a different time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever met someone that you thought could be a serial killer? Hugs. Hugs. Yeah, that was my I first so. Former intern Hugs. Really? I didn't ever think Hugs, and this is, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be too mean, but I did We just said we thought he was a serial killer, so <laughs> you really can't think. be meaner than that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I think I she think, can, because I know where she's going. I don't I, yeah, I think, think so, he's too. smart enough to pull it off. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. I don't yeah. think he's too okay. dumb to he's kill people. too sloppy. <laughs> you know? He, you gotta, yeah, he's, yeah. he's just not detail-oriented, and yeah. I think you really have to be to keep up with all of it, and yeah. I just don't think he has it. Yeah. yeah. You know? Sometimes you drive by certain houses, you're like, what's going on over there? Like, they'll have trash bags on the windows. Not like somebody that's, like, going through a tough time. You're just like, hmm. Then you're thinking, what's going on? This guy, and they're overgrown. But you see cars in the driveway. You want to like, see what's going on, but like you also something don't. Going on I there. wonder how many, yeah. if it was estimated, because at the time, we really don't know who's killing who, but how many active serial killers are yeah. there at any oh. given time in America? So I just um, heard a report about this, and there was a, a police detective who was saying they really can't be sure, obviously, but in his data bank, there were like 342 active Dang. serial killers. And he was like, wow. somebody else might have a different data bank. He was like, so Jeez. don't come at me. But well, I thought there yeah. was like one or two. No. 300 and something, that's one. What that's do, in America, but right? What does, yeah, what does just that, America. what does it, you have to be a serial killer. You have to kill one, two, three, three, a three or more. I think they said three or more. Is it right? three or more? Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I mean that's mm-hmm. multiple people for every that's state. What he said. That's what he said. That they, yeah. That means in right here in this state, we have several serial killers. That yeah. can't be right. We probably have more if you do it by population. We're I'm the just, ninth most populous yeah. state in the country. That's what he. That's what the guy was no. saying. No. Yeah, that would mean right now, technically, we would have multiple serial killers in this state. Yeah. But and, see, here's the and thing. And more likely in where we live. Because the triad area has, you know, like the third most, the highest population outside of Raleigh and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you but, think there's a serial killer right here oh, in the triad? I'm positive. Maybe. There, there might be one listening. There might be. Might be one mm-hmm. working here. Oh, my God. No, but I do think, statistically, maybe. Um, but also, we're thinking of serial killers as people who have the crime podcasts about them and who are... Right. Uh, these are unknowns. But these are okay, unknown so people. I th- so technically, then, what you're saying is a gang member that killed multiple people... Could be a serial killer. If yeah. they're getting in gang fights multiple times, that could technically be a serial killer. I guess so. I think by the strict mm-hmm. definition, can somebody look at the definition real quick? But I always thought it was three or more. I could be wrong. And by for some that. reason, a gang member that's doing that seems less creepy and scary than a 
serial killer that you don't know about doing it. Well, I don't yeah, know why. Yeah, because like you kind of you kind of know like they have an enemy. Like they might have a, a yeah, like targeting. Have, oh, yeah. They have enemy. They're ch- probably just as bad. Uh, back. Everyone, yeah, another gang they're fighting with. Yeah. It's well, not just randoms. Yeah. OMG. According to the Crime Wire, criminalists and FBI profilers believe there could be around two thousand active serial okay, killers in the U.S. Well, that, could be, that could be the game. That's way worse. I, I'm thinking the Ted Bundy type and now this yeah. Gilgo type, there's got to be less than that. Yeah, I mean, we're thinking of the big, the high-profile yes. ones that people have made high-profile. Yeah. Yeah, but for the definition, though, it does say someone who's murdered three or more persons, but it says often with no apparent motive, typically following a characteristic okay. predictable okay, behavior then. So in that pattern. case, these aren't gang members. And taking... Well, sometimes. Uh, there's no motive sometimes in the gang if, if they're just fighting and whatnot and getting in disagreements and whatnot. Go ahead, Matt. Three or more people, murders taking place over more than a month, including a significant period of time between them. Yeah, so I wouldn't think... I don't think gang members would fall under that, do you think? Well, I don't know. if it's, I'm, I'm sure there's some gang members like, that don't have to kill every month. But they have a motive. Some um, people since, do consider two to be serial if there's the link of, like, the commonality of, like, similar job or, or whatever yeah. it might be. North Carolina, mm-hmm. in particular, since 1992, has had 295 known cases of serial killers. Mm-hmm. Nice. So he wasn't far from the money. I don't know where he might have been in New York. I don't know what. What I guess Pazugu Algarad was considered that. Oh he yeah, was he in was. North Carolina. Yeah. Winst, Winst, or Clemens or Winston. Clemens. Yeah. Clemens. So that's almost three hundred, right? And three or more. So it's like nine hundred people have died in mm-hmm. North Carolina. Yeah. That they, that's what they know. They know about. That's crazy. Yep. There was a really interesting oh, part. That's serial the, killer victims. So oh. then divide that by number. Sorry, I, I messed oh, up that oh, one. Oh, there yeah. was a really interesting part too about how you know um, there are so many. Uh, podcasts about or podcasts or stories or movies or whatever made about about these serial killers, but what it is helping that people, internet sleuths or internet detectives, who be just your everyday person who's listening, really have helped police match certain um, mm-hmm. DNA or match certain uh, descriptions of people who are a John Doe or a Jane yeah. Doe, and so they are helping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, did I just saw this on Fox Eight? website that last year well how do we not hear about this what? maybe we did um john richardson oh, that's a victim police arre- oh i'm sorry the family of one of john richardson's victims says he's a serial killer he's not the first one we've encountered in greensboro police arrested richardson 53 last month and charged him with three counts of first degree murder um and said there's there's probably more victims he admitted to killing he's not the first one in greensboro there's a guy named robert alston who admitted to killing four women Oh, man. And they give the, the definition of serial killer. It's like exactly what Matt was saying. It's mm-hmm. separate events, usually done by one person acting alone, and lots of times they can't figure out the motive. Interesting. Scary. Yeah. He's walking among us. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, they call Rex Howerman the demon who walks among us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeez, looking at this history, there's one man in 1960, North Carolina, 33 victims. Oh, my gosh. Julian Andrew Frank. Gee, that's crazy. But I think the the most prolific one is someone no, no one talks about. I think it's Albert Fish, I believe. There was like hundreds and hundreds of oh. victims. And like, people don't, I don't, for whatever reason, he doesn't. Is there a podcast for that? Maybe. I'll take I'm a listen. sure there is. Yeah. But I think it's very gruesome.